The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, Fidel Curry Lee here. So can we all agree that mental health is okay to discuss and doesn't have to be so taboo? Life throws curveballs at us on the daily, and the least we can do is cater to the relationship that we have with ourselves. So catch a new episode of my podcast, Because Life, every Wednesday to hear me and a mental health professional go there. As we dive deep, be vulnerable, probably cry, and definitely laugh to discuss issues we all battle that become part of our mental health journey. Look, I get it. Life is hard, but talking about it together can make it a little bit easier. Tune in every Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to You're Gonna Love Me, the podcast where we open the eyes, the ears, and the hearts of anyone who has judged or been judged. Well, hopefully. I'm your host, Katie Maloney. Hello, everybody. Um, Welcome back to an all-new episode of You're Gonna Love Me. It's me, Katie. And I've been looking forward to this episode for weeks because I have... An amazing guest today. She's probably like one of the most endearing persons on the planet and also on the internet. Ever since she went viral for sharing the most worst possible date ever, where she had to buy this dude like a hundred tacos. Like I can't even believe that this is real, but you know, I just freaking adore her. So welcome Elise Myers to my podcast. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is so crazy that I'm here. Yeah, I I can't believe (laughs) this story. For everyone that doesn't know, Elise went on this horrible date. How long ago was this date? This was 10, over 10 years ago. So I was like fresh out of high school and I was like, Uh, I was on the dating app scene, but that wasn't like a thing then. Like it wasn't like you could just download an app and it was cool. It was like a computer app. (laughs) that you went on and lot like, so there, it wasn't, yeah, it was a long time ago. (laughs) I had just gotten with Tom before the dating app thing. So I'm, I've missed that whole boat. You know, you're better for it. Unless you absolutely have to like, don't. I have zero FOMO. Are you kidding? Yeah. Good. That's great. You shouldn't have it. (laughs) (laughs) But you did you, so you did go to like one of my favorite places, which was Taco Bell. Of course. Um, who, who doesn't like Taco Bell? Even if they like don't like it, you like it. Yeah, I don't believe people when they say they don't like Taco Bell. No. Lies. So for, I mean, the first the real red flag was that this guy said he lost his keys. He showed up yeah. to his house. He lost his keys. So now you're driving. To, yep, 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 yep. He didn't even let you know yeah. where you're going. No, and no. You roll up to the Taco Bell, to the drive-thru. You're not even going to dine in. Like, no. wow. And no. he's doing the whole like, Patton himself lost the wallet. Yeah. Yeah. But this was after he leans across you to says, I'll have a hundred crunchy tacos. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. So here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So I literally could not believe that someone would be so like forward in their just blatant, like taking advantage of a date that I, I, I had to believe that like, this was going somewhere 
and it was going to be good. Like, the, you know, like I, the fact that he wanted to go through drive through I was like, okay, he is going to take us somewhere nice afterward. Maybe he has like a picnic lined up. And then the forgetting of the wallet, I was like, okay, I've forgotten my wallet. Before. Like, you know, just, it was like happening one thing at a time. So then when he was like, I can't pay for these 100 tacos and it's going to be like $150, like, I'm like, surely he's going to change his mind and, and take like change the order. No, like I paid for that. And then he's like, let's go back to my house. So I'm thinking, okay, he's got to have this like beautiful thing set up in his backyard. Like, it's going to be great. We walk into his house and his dad is on the couch. I'm like, okay, he lives with his dad. Like, it can't be that bad. Like it was like one thing after the other. And then we're sitting in this cold, like Coca-Cola themed kitchen. That's like, <laughs> you can picture it immediately. When I say that the chairs are like that, like sparkly red like no. plastic that like s- like squeaks when you sit <laughs> down and then the dad's like eating a taco next to us and I'm like I just can't even believe I'm here and I would probably have done it again honestly like it's just it was so bad that I couldn't believe it was happening I've been on some bad dates like really bad dates but like nothing yeah. nothing quite like that but you know what thanks for the memories dude has he seen this has he reached out he has not reached out. I, oh. I would have been shocked if he did, but I just don't know who would raise their hand and be like, that was me. I did it <laughs> and I'd do it again. Like, you know, like who would, who would do that? I've said, I've had a lot of stories of like people that have wronged me, which is just so funny. I'm like burning them down like one story at a time. But, and, and some of them have reached out, but he is not somebody that has reached out because I would be ashamed. I think if that was me. I mean, I'm sorry. Like I'm obsessed with all of your videos because so again, for everyone, I don't know how people are not aware of your videos at this point, because now you've you've got over like 3 million followers on TikTok. That, that taco video, your date video has over 20 million views, which is insane. And so, so cool. I'm so excited for you, but your storytelling capabilities are really like really something I I am obsessed like I don't know if is it the cadence your voice like you like when like did you fall into this is this just like how you tell stories yeah so I I've been telling stories my whole life because I'm so uncomfortable in social situations that like if I'm at a party the best way for me to not feel like I have to engage in like a back and forth conversation with like people I don't know is like by telling a story. Cause it's kind of like a one-sided thing. It's like a monologue. No one's going to interrupt your story and be like, no, now let me add my piece. It's like, no, people are like pretty much just like watching you. So I just, I've been telling stories my whole life, whether it's through that or like songwriting. And then then I like just fell into this on TikTok because I, I started like sharing little tidbits in the morning. And then I found that people really loved them. And so I'm, and I'm very visual. And so I always added the stickers and stuff because I can't focus on something. I don't have something to look at. And stickers are everything. (laughs) Yeah. So I literally started like animating my videos with the maximum characters of stickers and emojis that TikTok allows. I don't know what the max is, but I hit it every time. And then I'm like playing like Tetris almost with like, okay, if I delete a sticker here, I can add another sticker at this timestamp. It's like a, it's a whole process every time, but it's really, really fun. And people love like listening to them. So it's just, it's wild to me that I've captured this kind of audience of just stories about my life. It's not like I'm like writing things that don't exist. You know, it's crazy. You just like, okay, now I just have to start telling stories because people just love them so much. The way like TikTok people just kind of go viral and it hits and they find something that works. And then now there's just like, okay, this is what I'm doing now. Like 
I find it so fascinating. And what I like about TikTok is also it's just like it's there's so much like realness to it. It's not like mm. Instagram where it's like influencery and like yeah. filters and like here's my perfect highlighted life. And yeah, it's, it's just, much less social media. It's more like content. Like it's kind of like the the Instagram of YouTube. I don't know if like that makes sense, but it's like it's not curated. It's not this like people don't have this like profile of like still images that they want to look perfect. It's genuinely like the best content will win and that's it. And that's just so releasing. I feel like it's given a voice to people that have never felt like they even could, could make videos for people that like no one's having to search for them. No one's having to seek it out. It's like, if it's good, it will be pushed through and people will see it. And I think that that's just cool. It's like creativity is rewarded there. And like, good content is rewarded. It doesn't matter who you are or what account you're posting from. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. And also just, I like it. It's just, it's real and it's it's raw. Like you're just seeing people like at home in their bathroom or at home, you know, there's, yeah. there's nothing, again, there's nothing contrived or curated yeah. about it. It is just, it's stripped down. And I love that with you in particular, like you are just, you're going there and you're, <laughs> telling stories you're like you said embracing the awkward of your yeah. life which so many people don't want to do people don't want to talk about their dating history and how yeah. they've just like <laughs> how they publicly humiliated themselves and are now reliving those moments yeah like you I mean you tell like just embarrassing stories from your past and I just think that is really endearing and relatable in so many ways and it's just like that's not what we're used to seeing from people that we follow on social media platforms. Yeah. And I think too, like, I, I really, really love like talking about things that could seem so heavy and like, so overwhelming for people, like things like depression, anxiety, like just mental health space is so new and trying to figure itself out. I feel like people either go really hardcore and will like make it seem like it's the worst thing that's ever happened to them, which sometimes it is, or like, it's really clinical and cold and there's like not a lot in between. And like, I just like that. I can kind of pull the curtain back and be like, look, yeah, like I get super fucking depressed sometimes, but like, also like I'm still having to live a life at the same time. So it's like, how do we talk about it in a way where it's horrible, but also just happening. And then you're also doing all of this stuff over here where it's like, I have to have a job. I'm, I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a friend. I, I have to go to the grocery store. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, there's gotta be a way to balance it with like normal life and, and make it funny. And so I'm kind of trying to find that middle ground. And I, I feel like it's speaking to people, which just makes me so happy. Like if that's all it does is allows people to like view their life in, in a way that they're like, yeah, that's me. I see myself in that. And I feel like I'm not alone in that. And like, that's, that's all I really want out of all of this. Yeah. I think, I think the less isolated people can feel. And when it does feel like you are connecting in a, in a real genuine way, that's, yeah. that is really special. Cause I'll be watching like one of your videos and it's just, it's funny. And then all of a sudden, like, you're just like, I go get, there. <laughs> go there. And it, it yeah. like you reach out and you like touch some people with this story and you're like, Oh my God, this has like a message. I was laughing one minute and now <laughs> I'm feeling like my feels. I think, yeah. you know, the one video where you were talking about how like the, the links that you went to <laughs> to get the attention oh, yeah. from somebody that yeah. video I think is like, has one, a huge important message when you're talking about, you know, cause I see so many, women do this where they will kind of like you even said assimilate a personality for a guy and yeah. 
you know, they get lost in, in the sauce of, of love and falling in love with people and sort of just like that. I I don't know how, what the word is, but they just get caught up in trying to become like the person that that person wants them to be. And they just kind of get lost in the mess of all of it. And then where's your worth and and equating your worth to the love or, you know, lack thereof from someone. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) That was years. Like, this person and I like didn't even date. Like this was not my boyfriend. It was so, so much, so heavy. And like Jonas and I will still talk about this person. It's like, it's crazy. Like the number that somebody can do on your soul and your heart and your mind, like without even being in like a committed relationship. Like we, I, I just found this, this season to be so long. And so like, I don't know, it consumed me. And like talking about that, when I, so I started as like a funny story. I didn't mean to go into that message of, of like, basically like lighting yourself on fire to make someone else warm. Isn't yeah. great. Don't do that. Like, but I, I feel very empathetic towards my past self when I tell these stories. And then like, when I get into it, it's like, I just want to start like crying for that, like 18 year old girl that was so confused about who she was and what she like was worth. And that's when I'm like, no, I, if I have people's ears, like I want, I want to tell them that they're worth so much more than that too. You know, like I, I realize sometimes halfway through my stories, like there are probably people that are going through this thing, like right this moment. And so if I, I just like, I like to share things that I wish I would have been told. And it's not like you'll listen to it. I, I probably was told a lot of the advice that I give, but I didn't hear it, but I'm like, maybe I can be one more voice that, you know, says it. And that's the thing that kind of tips people off to taking like action. I don't know. I think it absolutely could help. And I think it will help a lot of people because sometimes you can hear that advice a million times a day and from the people who love you the most and care about you the most. But sometimes it just takes one person explaining it or explaining it from their own perspective and their own experience to really, you know, make an impact on them, you know? And someone that's not like in their family too. I think that helps. It's like, somebody outside of a situation, like just a rando on the internet, it can feel almost like miraculous. Like if somebody that you don't know and have never met is talking about a situation you're in right now, it's like, this was meant for me. And I've, I've had that moment so many times on TikTok, like, or YouTube or whatever, you're like hearing a podcast, you're just like, that was for me. Like, so to know that that I can do that for someone else, it's, just, it's really cool. Yeah, well, yeah, I think relating to people. I mean, we're all like, just like specks of dust on a rock floor. Like we, what, what are we, what is, what is, what are we all doing? So, I mean, just trying to find a way that for us to like connect, just one thing that we can connect with somebody on, I think this makes us feel like, okay, we're, we're all on this rock together. Yeah. Did you find like when you were kind of going through becoming famous. I don't know if that's a good way to put it, but like you're famous. So becoming that, like, did you find there was a point in time where you realized like, Oh, what I say actually matters. And like, I, I need to make sure that I'm, I'm using my voice. Like, well, like, did you have that realization or did it kind of just happen? Well, I still just feel like I'm a dork, but <laughs> I don't feel like it's good. That's good. The thing is, I feel like I'm on a TV show and it's a reality TV show, and I'm a real person living a real life with real problems and a real history of problems and things I've dealt with. So I want to be real about the things that have yeah. I've dealt with and gone through. And, you know, I, I feel like if I can share those, I, I agree, if I can share those things and 
people can relate to those things and feel, you know, less alone or feel like they can see themselves in, in, in me and how, and if I am dealing with them terribly or in a good way, or if it can help them, I don't yeah. know, you know, even sharing about, you know, having an abortion 10 years ago, those are things that people talk about in this space or publicly, but, you know, yeah. maybe it helps people. Yeah. So as much as sometimes it's like, am I oversharing? I don't know. But like, I feel like because no. <laughs> I do have this platform and, you know, I'm on a television show, may, may as well, like, do something with this may as well like definitely help I don't know if it's if it is helping or not but I feel like it is I mean I'll tell you right now for something Jonas and I like would watch you and like Tom like just hang out and we so we call each other Bubba before we saw like uh, your show and we call our son Bubba Jones so my my maiden name (laughs) is Jones so we call August Bubba Jones. I don't know where it came but you just like create those nicknames right and so when we would see you guys like interact it, it felt like it made Jonas and I like a better couple, which is so funny because like, I know that your guys' relationship was, was like up and down and, and like rocky in, in times, but that's just like love. That's what happens when you love someone with your whole heart. It can, they can like annoy the shit out of you and hurt you because you allow them to be that like close and intimate with you, you know? And, and also it's like the best relationship you'll ever have, you know? And it's just like all of it all the time. And when Jonas and I would watch you guys like love each other and go through it and then go through the good times, it was like, it felt like it made us like a stronger couple. And so it is making a difference. Like, even if like, you don't see the fruit of that on your end of the camera, like it really, really does. Even in, in a family life that you don't, you've never met us, you know, before this moment. And yeah, so we're just thankful for you guys opening up your life in that way. Cause it, it makes us better. It makes us closer and it's really cool. Oh my God. You're like making me like emotional. Over here. <laughs> thank you so much. I mean, thank you. We don't censor ourselves or our relationships. Sometimes I'm like, Ooh, should we? Cause like people think we hate each other, but we don't, we're just, we're no. very honest about our relationship and what it's, you know, I think, I think sometimes you, people are often surprised when like couples break up. They're like, Oh my God, I'm so shocked. I thought, you know, they look so like they're so in love. And I'm like, because they were looking like they were so in yeah, love like they didn't share the messy parts with you guys yeah it, you know sometimes like we want I want to share the good the bad the ugly that is life that is love it is all those things and that's what makes it full that's what makes it fruitful and you know yeah. it's you gotta you gotta work through all those things but yeah I think like what what's crazy about all of that too is like looking at um somebody's life on the outside like as a, as a viewer of your show, like you can look at these things that one were edited. So it's like, this isn't exactly what it, what it looks like. Cause it was edited to be this way, but also like keeping that in mind, like seeing the good and the bad happening in your life and knowing that like, there's people that have experienced those things that can like watch the outcome and be like, okay, it's going to be okay. Like, you know, watching a couple fight on TV and watching them make up, it's like, okay, people fight and then they make up. It's not just the fighting. It's not just the making up. It's both happening in front of your eyes and like watching like healthy ways to fight, unhealthy ways to fight. Like none of it's (laughs) going to get wasted. Like, you know, everything that you guys are going through in front of a camera isn't going to be wasted. It's all going to be used like for good. And people are going to watch that. And and some of it might be like garbage and you're like, wow, that was garbage. But it's still, it's like, okay, that was a garbage moment. And I'm going to move past that now. Like, I don't know. I just feel like you have a very like unique opportunity to watch yourself grow up almost in front of a camera and like watch this like home video of your life that also the rest of the world is watching. And like, I just couldn't imagine the pressure of feeling that and 
feeling like everyone was watching me make my mistakes publicly and also like learn publicly and be a great person publicly. You know, it's, I just feel like that would be so heavy for you. It, yes, it, it it is. It's hard to not be hard on yourself when other people are also being hard on, you know, you want to sure, be, yeah. want to be um, a tough critic of yourself, but also, you know, like give yourself space and, and yeah. freedom to learn and to grow. Do you, do you find, cause you, cause you are so vulnerable and open and sharing, like how do, how have you dealt with judgment in the past? Like, are you, do you feel like you're a hard critic of yourself or do you? Oh my gosh. No one can judge me harder than I judge myself. Are you kidding? Like it's, it's funny. Cause I, I do, I have such a history with like, believing the absolute worst in myself. Like I, I just would like, man, mentally like break myself down as a kid. And so it's funny that it feels like that's almost prepared me for this season of being very public and open about my life. Cause people think, I don't know, people think that like they can be funny and trolls and, and, and comments and just like try and like wreck you, you know, to the core. I don't know why people decide to wake up and do that. I, I don't, I've never resonated with that in any oh, way. Girl, I've been trying to figure that out like, <laughs> for years. It's but. so weird. It's just weird that someone to waste their time doing that to someone else. But because I'm like, you think that that's going to hurt me? I've said so much worse to myself. Like, <laughs> and like, I'm like, there's nothing you can say I haven't already said to myself. So in a way, I'm thankful for that. I also wish it didn't take me having to heal from all of that, you know, to get to where I am. But I just, I, there's nothing that someone could say that I haven't already healed from by telling myself. And so I'm sure I'll encounter someone at some point that just really tries to rip me apart. But I kind of have an, an interesting um, niche of viewers at this point that it's, they're all very like socially anxious. They're all like, you know, struggle with anxiety. They're all moms. It's like people that normally wouldn't like be super aggressive and mean. And so I think that as I branch out and start doing things that aren't like sharing silly stories about my life on TikTok, that I will encounter people that are absolute jerks. But for now, I feel like I've been pretty shielded from that. So that's really good, especially as I'm like a baby to all of this. Yeah, I mean, you're amassed a pretty big following, you know, especially in, in a very short amount of time. I mean, do you feel, yeah. are you like very overwhelmed by it? Do you feel like- Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> too much all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's not normal to go from being a nobody in the middle of a cornfield to having <laughs> like 3.3 million people waking up and like watching your videos. It, it's like, that's, that's not a normal thing to happen over a long period of time, let alone a, no. a few months. Like nobody, nobody's brain can comprehend like what 3.3 million people look like. You know, I, I feel like no. I can picture what 10,000 people look like. Probably it's a lot, but I can picture it. I can't picture 3.3 million. Like that's not my brain gut, but no, <laughs> like that's too much. And if you think about it, you could like really freak out. And so I think it's just taking it one, one story at a time, like one day at a time, one trip to the grocery store where I get like 10 people asking for my photo at a time. I'm like, what? I, I can't not wear a bra to the store anymore. Like, I'm like yeah. I can't go anywhere now. So it's just weird. It's a weird thing. It's the, the loss of anonymity is a very strange thing. And that, that's something that happened like slowly over time for like myself yeah. and everyone else. So it's like, it, we kind of were able to like ease into it, you know, and I like, you've got this, you know, you've kind of been thrust into it. Do you feel like, okay, now I got to quit my job and slowly focus on this? Or like, what, like, what do you have? I was trying to do both at once, but I couldn't just like with even just having normal clients that 
want to work with me, I, I, you don't know whether they're wanting to work with you because you're like Emily Smyers or because they actually need a site done. Like I'm a web developer. So it's, it's really a tricky balance. So I found myself having less time to do that. And it's my passion. I'm really good at it. I love the, the business I've built and this like career I've built, but this opportunity is just so crazy. Like it feels like it's not an accident. And this is kind of like our purpose as a family to kind of step into this, like, I don't know, like, it feels like just this thing has been like placed in front of us. It's like, it'd be so dumb to not do it, you know? Oh, wait, so, you know, 100%. Yeah. So I've, I've been slowly kind of transitioning my clients over to other like colleagues of mine. And I've, I got this office space here and I, I'm doing a full-time like content writing and creating and filming and all of that. And it just feels like the moment I kind of can wrap my brain around it, it grows. Like it's just, and the, the bigger all of this gets, the smaller I get. Like, it's not like I'm sitting here thinking like, man, I'm so cool. Like I'm so incredible. <laughs> like truly the bigger the opportunities are that present themselves to me, the smaller and smaller I ended up feeling in all of it. And it's really humbling. It's like, it's really a lot. It's 24 seven. Like my phone never stops pinging. I have to like, you know, as a mom, I have to like shut it off and be like, if this opportunity expires in two hours and I don't, they don't get to me and they're going to pick someone else. Like it wasn't for me. It's okay. That's not my opportunity then. Like it's just, it's so much. Yeah. Like you're, you're a busy lady. I was, I've been, like I said, anticipating this for weeks. So are you sticking with like storytelling? Because like, how do you, how do you, have this kind of like recall into your life. I was sitting there trying to think like, okay, like what are some of my like awkward stories yeah. I have from my past? Like you seem to like, it's a short reach for you to- It's, it's, <laughs> it's to all me. there. I think like, okay, so funny enough, I've, I've gone through so much like therapy in my life that I've had to already recount all of these moments. And if it's not a moment I've had to talk about in therapy, it's a photo that I see. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. So I've started like a Google drive broken down, like with like time of year, like junior high, high school, elementary school, like holidays, like Christmas, 4th of July, my birthday, like boyfriends. I have a folder for boyfriend. Like I have photos of literally everything. My dad just sent like a 16 gig thumb drive of photos of my entire childhood up until like my wedding, like a couple, like a few years ago. So it's like everything. And so I have endless photos to jog my memory. I have journals. It's like, and then things that are happening every day. Like I share stories of, of things that happened a couple of days ago, you know? So any, anything, the story, if you can look at it the right way. So it's just, it's crazy. And also like you, like, again, like you have the great, like, you're just really good at telling the story too. <laughs> the voice, like you I feel like your voice is like different when you tell it to like, yeah. you kind of like drop your voice lowers again with the cadence. Like when I tell a story, I'm like, like, there's a lot of filler <laughs> words and then I forget. And then people are like, is that it? Are you done? And I'm like, I guess you had to be there. And then I found $5, just redeem it with, and then I found $5. Did you do that as a kid? Did you ever say that or no? And then I found $5. Yeah. Anytime I felt the story bombing, like when I was a kid and my <laughs> brothers would be like, and then I found $5 and like the, the worse it was getting, the more the monetary amount just continued to like increase. Like, so if you're like really doing bad things, and then I found a hundred dollars and then everyone just laughs and then you like bail yourself out of a story. Anyways, no. maybe no one else did that. I was not that brilliant as a kid. <laughs> well, it's just life with older brothers that you learn a lot. I have, I had two brothers, but I was in the middle. That makes sense as the middle child. I feel like you're always like, keep the peace here, keep the peace here. It's like, 
you just the glue I feel like that makes sense I don't know if I was necessarily glue I was just like uh, you're like I was there I was, I was there <laughs> I, I was I was just there and you know do you have any good stories of growing up with older bro- or two brothers can't think of like any like brother stories probably but like when I think about stories I was like peeing my pants stories Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, I need this so bad. Go for it. Yes. Okay, the first one, I don't know why. Okay, I was in kindergarten. Yes, And someone came into my kindergarten class. I don't know why. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's like a little creepy, but they were like scouting (laughs) scouting us out in my kindergarten class for a photo shoot. No, 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 that's weird. (laughs) I know. That's so weird. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. But it was for a sewing magazine. I don't okay. know why they were in my kindergarten class and they chose me. And at the time, you know, I was only in kindergarten. So it's not like I was like, it wasn't my like America's Next Top Model moment. But like, you know, I felt superior for sure. And so the day am comes. I better than everybody else? <laughs> I am. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So I get to the set. Again, this is like, I don't know how to like tell this story as good as you because it's like, it kind of just whatever it was maybe just a little kid thing, but you know, when you're on set, you're surrounded by a lot of adults and you want to be like professional, I guess I was like really trying to just like be professional model that day. And I had on tights, like nylon tight things. And I remember I was standing with a woman and I had like my little hand on her knee and we're taking pictures. And I was just thinking, I got to pee. But I was like, but like, I don't want to say anything because like, I'm, you know, a model. I'm working. I'm, I'm working. <laughs> I'm a working woman. I can't take a break. Like, but you just got to get through this. And I did not yes. get, I did not get through it. I pissed all <laughs> the way through those pink tights. No, 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 no. On the set in front of the camera, like as they were like <gasps> taking pictures, I peed, I peed. And I just, yeah. That's that really it. bad. So that's, that's really bad. It would, you would think that was the end of my modeling career, but it wasn't. I am sure they have photos of this. Oh yeah, no, I've still made it in the magazine, but but do they have photos of you like just peeing? actually oh, peeing? Probably those pink tights probably showed it. Oh yeah, no, I'm sure. I hope they deleted those. Otherwise, they're on they someone's didn't. hard they're on someone's hard drive, and hopefully he's not. <laughs> oh my gosh! I know. I did the thing where I like felt FOMO, like I didn't want to go out of whatever was happening, so I would like just pee my pants. And I would be like, that's it. This is fine. I'm fine with it. I'm going to go do this. And then we can continue on with our day as if nothing happened. Well, yeah. I had FOMO one time so bad that I woke up for school. It was the day of the pumpkin patch. Okay. No, that's a big day. It's a big day in elementary school. Cause you big get to go, they have the whole pumpkins out and you get to pick out your pumpkin. And yeah. I was really serious about my pumpkin. Yeah. I believe you. You know, it had to be like the right size the right kind of roundness. And I wasn't going to let someone pick one out for me. No, you were not. As a child, I was very like particular and like everything, you know, just had to be. I woke up that morning and I was sick. Like I was ill, but I was not going to let anyone know that I did not feel good. I was, I was holding it in. Lock it down. Lock it down. (laughs) Locking it down. I was, you know, (laughs) if anything, I was like probably overdoing it because I could not let anyone know that I was literally on the brink. 
So like I am the per- perfect like picture of health. I have never felt better in my entire life. I am ready for today. I was like, how does every how is everyone else doing this morning? I <laughs> I am in fact doing a wonderful. It is a great day. I'm interviewing happy. everyone. <laughs> so before the pumpkin patch, it's like the morning. It's like before lunch, even like it's still morning time. And you know what? Like when you have to like walk in a line down the hallway, single file. Yeah. So we're walking down the line, and I'm starting to get yeah. hot. I'm starting to sweat. And you know, when your mouth does that water thing, Oh yeah, it starts to water and I'm sweating and I'm starting to go tunnel vision, the whole thing. I'm like, it's happening. It's fucking happening. No, no, no. You're like starting to picture like, okay, when I throw up, where am I going to do it? <laughs> yeah, no, I projectile vomited in the hallway, when? just like in front of my whole class, just like no, just no, 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 no. in the hallway, on the carpet, just in front of everyone. No, 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 no. And that was the end of it. I couldn't even... Wait, did I, you get to pick your pumpkin? No, I didn't. Oh. I like, so I didn't get to pick out my pumpkin. I didn't make it to the pumpkin patch. I just made it two hours into the school day. So I threw up in the hallway in front of my entire class. So bad. That is so, so bad. Yeah. And then had my mom had to come pick me up. And, you know, I think I still got a pumpkin. Someone got me a freaking pumpkin, but, you know, I just didn't it get it. It wasn't the right one. Well, and I didn't get to pick it out. I didn't get to go out into the like field of the school with everybody yeah. and pick it out myself. It was just like, yes, I understand the FOMO because I literally. <laughs> I just, the point of a pumpkin is not to have the pumpkin, it's to pick it. If you don't get to pick it, you might as well not give me the pumpkin. I don't want it. What's the point? What's the point? I can go buy a pumpkin at the grocery store. That's that's not why I'm doing this whole thing. <laughs> I want to be at the pumpkin patch. Well, it's crazy, actually, besides that story, it's crazy that people have a story of you. They're like, one time I was in school with Katie Maloney and I they she puked and I was in line with her. <laughs> I, I hope that's just I yeah. Well, I remember someone in high school, they had to do like a senior story. Like they had to write for like a class or their writing class and they did their story on the time that they pantsed me at recess what that that shouldn't have been allowed yeah he's he told me about that how he he's like i wrote the story about it was a guy yeah and it's true like in fourth grade he i was me and my friend katie decided to wear we we were gonna wear umbro soccer shorts to school that day because beats me but we decided we were going to be those girls that we're going to match and wear those slippery soccer shorts. You know what I'm talking about? Those black oh, yeah. slippery yeah. shorts. And we were going to wear those. And I was talking to my crush at recess and he walks up behind me and zoop, pants me. Pants that seems me. like he shouldn't have been able to tell that story in fourth grade too. He did this in fourth grade and then wrote the story in senior year. That's like eight, eight grades away that's too many grades it's like to recall a story about a fourth grader that's super weird yeah but he also for some reason like pissed his pants at lunch as a joke so he like he was weird he's weird guy. I'm a I joke. Don't know. you remember the one time i accidentally lost control of my bladder and then i just said it was a joke so crazy uh-huh. oh my god you're a wild i don't you're just, I know what a time i like there were so many times where i felt like I was going to keep like, okay. So, you know, discovery science zone or something like they have that in California, it's like discovery kids zone or science center. It's like a big diamond on off the four Oh five or something like in Irvine or something like that. Uh, yes. I know what you're talking it's like about. A, yeah. Like a science museum for kids, but 
but there's this room that's supposed to be like space. And it like, is like got strobe lights and like, it looks like projections of like outer space and you walk through and the strobe light was so crazy to me because like, you know, when you move in a strobe light, it like catches different. So it looks like you're not fluidly moving, you know, (laughs) I thought that was like, I literally spent like an hour and a half in this thing. I don't know how I didn't like (laughs) pass out from those lights. I just thought I'm like, I'm going to get a light like this for my room. A whole house is going to have a strobe light in it. I thought it was so cool. Well, anyways, I stayed in so long. I peed my pants because I'm like, I'm not leaving this. Are you kidding me? Like, has anyone seen this? And like, so I went for it and I was like, I already have to pee. I peed a little bit because I sneezed. So I might as well keep going. Like not thinking like, more pee is worse. Like a little pee, it's not that big of a deal. More pee is like, it's dripping down your leg. (laughs) So I, I was like, might as well go for it. You know, my underwear will catch it. No. So it's like to the point where now, and I had to wear khaki shorts as my, as my uniform. So it was like full, just everything. And I remember a friend walking in and, and he was like, Hey, Elise, (laughs) you got something there. And I was like, I'm good. Thanks. I'm good. I'm going to keep strobing. I'm feeling good. And, uh, he like ran and yelled to my teacher, like, Elise Peter pants. Like she, someone needs to take her to the bathroom. Elise Peter pants. And I felt so betrayed. I was like, how can you do this to me? Like, <laughs> how can you say that so loudly? Like, who, who are you to out me like that? And I've, I like never forgave him ever. I just had to go home. I got, I got taken away from the strobes. It was a whole thing. It was so mean. (laughs) How dare he like crush the strobe session? He crushed it. My dreams were shattered right in front of me before I even got started. It was like, I can't, I felt so betrayed. (laughs) I love that you peed and then you just kept strobing. Yeah. I was like, if it happened, I'm not going to go now. I'm just going to keep dancing. It was so cool. I will never forget how cool that was. I just, I could, my brain couldn't comprehend it. I was like, I get it. I also don't get it. It was crazy. (laughs) So anyways, I definitely relate. (laughs) Reminds me of um, Billy Madison. He says, if you pee in your pants, it's cool. Consider me Miles Davis. (laughs) Is that, what, what is that from? Billy Madison. I feel so ashamed. I don't know who that is. You, wait, do I need to Google? <laughs> I'm sorry. Billy, Billy Madison. You've never seen Billy Madison? No. What the hell? What is it? It's a movie. Who is it? With oh. Adam, Adam Sandler. Oh, I've and never seen this movie. Adam Sandler is, he plays this like rich kid who's like, you know, in line to take over his dad. His dad owns like, a bunch of hotels, Madison hotels, like think of like Hilton's basically, wow. but okay. he's like a degenerate, like can't get his act together. And so, you know, didn't, you know, graduate high school. So his dad's like, you're not going to take over from me. And he's like, what if I go back to school, learn everything, you know, from kindergarten to high wow. school, graduate, then can I take over? And his dad's like, yeah, it's a silly movie. So he goes like two weeks in each grade. So, oh so when he's in like third grade or something, they go on a field trip and what they go on a field trip and one of the kids like pisses his pants yes. and they're like, Hey, so-and-so pissed his pants. So he, he goes and splashes water on his pants to make it look oh. like he peed his pants. So the, oh my other, God. So the kid doesn't feel as bad. 
and and everyone's like oh hey billy peed his pants too and he's like yeah peter pants is cool man it's cool and, and then one of the like little old ladies they're on some like pioneer type town farm i don't know this little old lady goes if peeing your pants is cool consider me miles davis and he i'm gonna just steal that quote forever you gotta i just can't how have you managed how old are you uh 28 yeah i don't know i i've seen a lot of of adam sandler movies and i've even met him and my brother worked for him is in his company for a long time. I have never seen that movie. I've been to his house. What the hell? I don't know. I don't know. Watch Billy Madison. I'm writing it down right now. <laughs> the next time you see me, I will have seen it and I will be able to quote it in every way. It's going in my notes. Yeah, I can like literally quote every line from that movie. This has been amazing. We got to wrap it up. I wish I could talk to you like for ever and ever oh gosh but it's already time that's crazy already time so but we got to end this with the rage text of the day so if, is there oh, a yes. person place thing anything that you want to rage on today elise i just had it and i lost it so i have another thing it's people that sit at stop signs and text and then they don't like they don't keep going i'm like you i have i am right here i'm right behind you please just turn. I just need you to turn. You can pull over on the side of the road and do this. It really, it like irrationally pisses me off. Cause I'm like, I know you're looking down and I just, I would get out of my car if I could, but it's too cold. So I don't, that's my thing. It's not irrational. It's just, I get too mad. I get irrationally angry at it. That's my thing. I feel that mine are always like something to do with driving, like people that turn right too slow. Oh my gosh. Like you're, you're going straight, but they're going right. And they're going I'm slow. Like, move it. Well, thank you again, everyone. Make sure you're following Elise. Is it just at Elise Myers? Yep. At, at Elise Myers on Instagram and TikTok because her stories, y'all, you're going to just like binge on all of them. They're hilarious. She's hilarious. She also can like sing. This girl's got some pipes on her. She's just so talented. Hi. She's a really cute baby, but you y'all are gonna fall in love with her. So thank you so much, Elise. And yeah. thank y'all for listening. Until next time, I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating and review. Follow along on social at Music Kills Kate and tune in next week for an all new episode. 